looking at a, obviously a very disturbing live shot there. That is the World Trade Center, and we have unconfirmed reports this morning that a plane has crashed into one of the towers. And there was a huge explosion found. Everyone came out. A large section of the building is blown out around like the 80th floor. When I looked up, and the side of the World Trade Center exploded right when I looked up, and. Uh, at that point, debris started falling. I couldn't believe what I was watching. After 9-11, thousands of lives were lost and mounds of debris and toxins filled the air. But what about the persistent impacts the event had? Indeed, nationalism and unity were restored between America's people, but a certain minority group was targeted as well, Muslims. There are more than 2 billion Muslims worldwide, and due to biased media, the whole community is categorized as a group of terrorists. Ever since 9-11, the reputation of Islam was tainted and there was certainly a rise in hate crimes since the attack. A prominent example could be Zayn Malik, a celebrity notorious for leaving One Direction. Although many fans detested his depart from the band, he faced a great deal of discrimination. For instance, in 2012, he was accused of boy band jihad as many people stereotyped his religious identity. I believe that every kid has probably witnessed Islamophobia in some shape or form. The complications in air travel have increased lest Muslim passengers would be more likely to carry dangerous weapons. I personally, being only 16 years old, was almost always randomly selected for extra security checks. In terms of current events, France has passed a law concerning women who wear the headscarf or hijab. The law states that girls under the age of 18 are prohibited from wearing something as simple as a piece of cloth. Why should one adhere to laws stating what they can and cannot wear, especially when it is done for religious reasons? The French parliament declared that the law's purpose was to protect women from oppression and uphold the nation's secular values. Yet it is simply a paradox, considering that women are having their voice oppressed when speaking against this law. Find the cure to the disease. Don't merely treat the symptoms. This is the mindset people have on Islamophobia worldwide. Here to express their thoughts and opinions is Zaina Zahuri, former president of the High School East MSA and Alia Adnan, founder of a virtual Islamic camp. We aim to discuss the impacts of Islamophobia and the purpose of creating these communities where Muslims can learn and come together. Okay, question one. Why did you create an MSA? Oh god, um, well I guess my main reason for creating the MSA was so that our Muslim students in our community would have a place to come to um, no matter what. Um, I noticed that there were other cultural clubs and I felt like people identified with those, but um, I know, you know, a lot of our club members now who are um, friends of mine, they all felt that we didn't kind of have a place um, in our school where we could go to if um, we needed something from one another or, you know, I feel like being a teenager growing up in America, um, it's, it's very important to have Muslim friends like you um, that you can connect with because it's not easy. So that was my main reason. Okay. Um, what are some activities that MSA has done in combating Islamophobia? Um, well, we've mainly kind of focused on um, what we can do within the club. So, you know, within our 
club members um specifically you know we recently had a discussion on islamophobia and um the importance of you know defending muslims at any time and you know always being on good behavior so that we give a good impression of um, Muslims and the Ummah. Um, one other thing that we've kind of discussed is um, the book Persepolis, which um, I'm sure you know about. Um, yeah. But we've discussed um, the district's decision to put that book in our um, ninth grade English curriculum and also the decision to remove it and how we can better that. Um, you know, one of our board members so eloquently put it as, um, you know, the district, we often, you know, end up reading books that are about violent things that are related to Islam. And, um, you know, as Muslim Student Association, we basically voice that we don't want violent things to be related to Islam and our religion. We want more, you know, beautiful, simple things to be related to our religion, just like books you know that we read about christianity or judaism you know any other religion um so yeah so that's basically you know what we're doing we're working with each other and trying to create a better name for ourselves that's great um, <laughs> how do you feel about the impacts islamophobia has had on the muslim community um the, like the muslim our school community or just in general just in general like the effects of 9-11 or something of that nature right um well obviously you know it's i think it's been a little life-changing um especially for kids in our generation anyone that grew up here a muslim um in america i think it's been very difficult for them um you know People joke about 9-11, they will call Muslim students terrorists. I've had friends who aren't even Muslims, but they, you know, just because their skin color is a little darker and they look like what people think a typical Muslim looks like, um, they've been called terrorists. So I think that, you know, this whole idea of Islamophobia has really, there's two ways you can think of it. Um, and I like to think of the more positive um, one. The more positive one is that it has brought us together and we are more focused on combating that and working together to get rid of that idea in people's heads. The other end is that we are kind of more spread out. We're more disbanded. We don't really talk to each other as much. Um, I know that before the you know founding of the MSA, a lot of students didn't know that we had this many Muslims, including myself. You know, I didn't know that we had this many Muslim students in our school. I, you know, we had a rough estimate of about 20 people and that's it. But, you know, Alhamdulillah, we have a really great club. And I think, yeah, I think that those are the main two, main two effects. Why did you create this camp? What is the purpose of it? Um, I created the virtual Islamic camp along with a couple of my friends since we wanted to use our time wisely during the especially COVID-19 pandemic since we were at home really doing nothing. Um, we wanted to do something also good for our community, but not even only our community, but other states in the country and even other countries. So we, in this camp, help kids learn about Islamic principles, Quran translations, and main topics we learned from the Quran. Um, 
teaching these will help the future generation also become more aware of Islam and the principles and love their religion and know what they're learning. Okay. Uh, do you think that the children you have been teaching are aware of Islamophobia? And would you consider it a good topic to teach? So I believe that every kid has probably witnessed Islamophobia in some shape or form, whether it be towards their parents, siblings, or themselves. Though I don't believe that people really teach kids Islamophobia, which is why I would say it is a good thing to add to our camp, since it will help kids or students be more aware and so they can spread along to other people what they've learned and they know how to act with people who are Islamophobic so they can make a better like a better sort of um, personality towards them make them see them as better humans and not be so judgmental okay Recently, in the HHH curriculum, the novel Persepolis was removed for inappropriately portraying Islam. Do you think they made the right decision? So, I've heard and had a bunch of discussions about the book Persepolis, of course, with many people, including one of our clubs. We had the English department's head um, join us, too, to talk about the book. So in my opinion, from all the discussions and things I've heard of, I don't see a reason why it was brought to the curriculum to begin with, only because Islamophobia is being really widespread, especially after the 9-11 um, incident. This book isn't really helping out the Muslim community at all. And when Muslim children read this in their classes and they're hearing about these things, they even question their own religion. So that's how I feel about it. Overall, the impacts of Islamophobia remain intact ever since 9-11, and it is imperative that this issue is brought to light for the sake of the Muslim community.